1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to my country. It's good that you come here. Early on, I had some serious doubts about the uh, the cross, just in terms of uh, whether it was wanted locally, or whether white fellows were once again giving uh, black fellows a bit of God. And I uh, came and spoke to the people. Clearly, they want the God for God.
2: Alison Malta told me a story. I said, Why forgive this cross? He said, Look. We're saying forgiveness crossing God God. Forgive us all for trying to do things in our own strength. We need to forgive and move on. And I believe we're going to see great things in this
3: community.
0: Hi, thanks for joining me for this special look at what happened at Memory Mountain in Central Australia across the Easter weekend of 2023. Now, Memory Mountain is a very special place. It's like much of Central Australia. It's hot. It's right on the edge of the Western Desert. But it's absolutely beautiful, spectacular, in fact. One of Australia's most prominent Indigenous artists, Albert Namajira, is known for painting landscapes around this area. And to be here in person, I tell you, it's stunning, absolutely stunning. And right now on the top of Memory Mountain, which sits in the middle of this area, is a cross, 20 metres high, built of steel, and with an amazing story. The story started a hundred years ago when four indigenous evangelists came to this area and they preached the gospel. They brought a message of forgiveness to a culture that really didn't understand what that was about. It was a retribution culture where if you did something bad, something equally bad would happen to you, up to and including the spilling of blood. But their message was one of forgiveness and that the blood had already been spilled on our behalf by Jesus Christ and that we needed to accept that forgiveness. It had a big impact on the local community, with hundreds coming to Christ and being baptised at the time. Today, their descendants have done something quite extraordinary in erecting this cross on top of Memory Mountain. It's been a long, hard struggle to get it here, through red tape, through heat, and through having to raise quite a bit of money and figure out how to do it. It's a big structure too, 20 metres high on top of a very rugged mountain. Quite an engineering feat to actually make it happen. But more than that, it's a statement. It's a statement about forgiveness, that forgiveness is found in Christ and that we also need to forgive one another. It's a message from the local indigenous people themselves that forgiveness found in Christ is at the heart of their lives and their faith. And it's a message for every single one of us, black, white, Chinese, Indian, wherever we're from, about forgiveness. I think it's quite symbolic too where it stands, in the centre of Australia, symbolising the fact that God actually works from the inside out. It's a work that he's wanting to do in us and also in our nation. And across the Easter weekend, there was lots of celebrating going on. We probably should get this show on the road, do you think? Hello, everybody, and welcome.
1: Um, Thank you for coming so far. I know many people have come a long way for tonight, for the weekend. promises to be a fantastic weekend of footy and music and fun. Tonight's very special. Uh, It's about handing over the cross, to the traditional owners, the Igunji people, the mob from House Bluff who had the dream and, of course, own the land and uh, they had the dream for this cross. And you look behind you, and, um, or behind me, and uh, it's there. I, I still can't quite believe it's there. You uh, It's a long journey for the cross. So we got lots of support from the good-hearted people that put in money for this cross. I want to thank all of you for coming in today and launching this cross tonight. Thank you.
0: The project manager to make it all happen, Dennis Woodward, how do you feel looking up at the cross, knowing that it's it's finished, it's done, it's been a long, hard journey to get it here? Honestly, I'm trying to keep the tears out of the eyes has been the hardest thing. Because mm. when I see it, I
1: see just God at work. It has been amazing. Mm. It really has been. And it's such a fulfilment. So I'll carry already.
0: <coughs> well, yeah, thank you. This is a very symbolic event. Often the Northern Territory and Indigenous people are put in the national spotlight in not a positive way. And what is so wonderful about this weekend and the future here is that this is local decision-making, this is community coming together and achieving this, and we need to recognise that and continue to support that across our communities.
4: counted from the beginning of Genesis and from the end of Revelation and you counted back right to the very middle you would find a little verse in Psalm 118 verse 8 and that verse is a very short verse but it has a lot to say and this little little verse in the middle of the Bible it says this it says it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to put your trust in man. And this place here at Memory Mountain is a place of refuge. It's a place where we can gather together to take refuge in the Lord and invite the Spirit of the Lord, invite His presence to be here with us tonight.
0: Ken Duncan, how are you feeling being here at the moment this weekend?
2: I think we're all feeling amazing because it's the fulfilment of the vision of the indigenous people out here, yeah, and actually it's um, it's pretty teary sometimes because people are getting so excited, and we were up on the mountain this morning, and you just cannot express what was happening up there. It was just um, you could really feel the Holy Spirit moving mightily.
0: Now, sitting next to you is Kieran Malta, who's uh, one of the uh, the leaders here in the local community. Good morning, Kieran.
1: Hello. Yeah, my name is Kieran Malta. Yeah, I'm from Ausblock community.
0: Now, you've been a big part of this, you know, the, the, the vision to see this happen. Um, how do you feel today?
1: Um, I feel really great, like two couple of days ago, and now it's today, Sunday, and it's, it's really great.
0: Yeah. Now, we were just chatting while the song was playing there, Ken, and, and uh, you, you said, look, you've got a Bible there. Can you read out Isaiah yeah. 61? Just before I read it out, What's what's significant about this in its connection to what's happening here today?
2: Well, this has been the founding scripture that was given to us um, for the building of this cross. Mm. And, you know, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. So go for it. Read it.
0: So this is Isaiah 61 uh, from verse one. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness uh, for, for the prisoners. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. What a wonderful scripture that is.
2: Amen. And you know, that's what we're really believing that the Holy Spirit's really moving out here. And when it says the spirit of the Lord, it's the, the power of the Holy Spirit. And you know, I believe there's revival mm. starting in this nation and it's happening with the indigenous people because uh, talk about broken hearted out here. There's been so many promises made and yeah. so many things done incorrect. And, you know, us as Christians, where are we in this? You know, like the good thing about this cross, it's not about a denomination. It's not. It's about Jesus. And one of the things we've got to, as Christians, get over is this denominationalism. We've got to start realizing, get focused on what is common. Like, I love it, having all the different denominations. But right now, we've got to get over that because that's actually stopping the Holy Spirit moving. We, the Christians, are the problem, not the unsaved and when we start to operate in unity that's when the holy spirit's going to really move and that's what's happening out here this is not done by denomination or by me it's been the most the aboriginal people have had to fight hard against amazing bureaucracy and all sorts of challenges they've had to stand up to people and say no this is our cross we want this so here's a chance where they who have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying, come and be part of it. And as we find out where the Holy Spirit's moving and become part of it, then whatever the vision we have for our fellowships or churches, God just deals with that as a side salad, you know? but We get too focused (laughs) on the side salad rather than where's the main main course. Yeah,
0: that's so good. We also get divided down uh, racial lines, and, and often that's because we just don't understand. We see somebody looks different, they talk different, uh, they got you know, they like different food, or whatever it might be. But when we actually spend some time together, it, it becomes a really significant uh, moment for unity. And I've observed that even here, as I've seen the interaction between black blackfellas and white whitefellas. You know, even you two guys sitting sitting here right now. And last night there was uh, a whole lot of people came up for prayer at the end of the event and there was you know there was a bunch of black fellas, a bunch of white <laughs> fellas. it was it was it was so good how do you feel about that Kieran does it make you feel as an aboriginal man
1: as an aboriginal man make me feel really proud like black and white coming together as one
0: mm. I guess indigenous australians would have every reason to feel bad towards white people but i see a very different spirit here a, a spirit of of forgiveness, of wanting to actually be in unity together—is is that how you feel?
1: Yep. Doesn't matter what what nationality you are, an image of God is one. We got to be strong with all the others to make now God. You know, God is
4: I just want to read from verse 19 in John 20. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Those are the first words that Jesus spoke to his disciples after his resurrection. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the father has sent me, I am sending you. So the first words that came out of Jesus mouth was the great commission, the, the commission calling every one of us to to represent his character, to represent um his, his love for humanity, um, representing the, the Father who had sent him. But then he goes on to say, and this is getting back to that whole theme of forgiveness. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. I'm thinking... Those are the first words that, the first instructions that, that Jesus gave to his disciples. First of all was, peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. But then he gets straight into that theme of forgiveness and the significance of forgiveness. That if if we are willing to forgive one another of our shortcomings and our failures, then um, th- then we are forgiven. And to live a life where we know that that the Lord has completely forgiven and forgotten, completely wiped away the the failures of our past, then that's where the real joy of what it, it means to be called a Christian. I believe that's something worth celebrating on Easter Sunday morning. But He also challenges them if they if they live in unforgiveness, then they will be unforgiven. And for the the um, ancient tribal groups 100 years ago out here in the western desert that was the revelation that came to them that this man who was hung on a cross that he was also the man who took the spear and in in aboriginal culture in their tradition uh, if if you have done something bad they take you out into the bush and they spear you it's it's your punishment if that spear happens to pierce a a vital organ or one of your main arteries um it is certain death and so it was almost um a spearing back in the old days it was almost you know leaving leaving it up to the evil spirits and and the the gods as to whether you were going to survive that punishment and when this message came 100 years ago that this man had taken the spear in his side. And in some ways, when when the Roman centurion held the spear up and pierced Jesus to see if he was dead, and, and out of his body came water and blood, that for Aboriginal people, that's as significant as Christ hanging on the cross. And, um, because of the, the reminder to them that spearing was all about punishment. And here's Jesus taking the spear and saying, there's no more need for unforgiveness. There's no more need for payback. You are forgiven in me because of what I've done for you. And that's, that's the beautiful message that I, it fills me with joy sitting here in front of Memory Mountain with this wonderful cross that has taken really 14 years, um, of a lot of, blood, sweat and tears and a lot of faith and a lot of miracles, a lot of generosity from Australians, um, uh, from people all around the world who have heard about this story, heard about this vision that uh, old Uncle Nebo had many years ago. And um, here we are today, Phil, experiencing our first Easter Sunday at Memory Mountain.
3: At a sacred place called Memory, a message came to help us sing. Are free to forever walk oh, forever walk
2: the thing that really brought me out here is obviously um, I've had a passion for the indigenous people all my life. My mum and dad were missionaries, and um, I was working, doing some work for World Vision uh, in different countries around the world. And I said, listen, you guys need to be doing something in Australia because this is part of the world. And so they decided – and I said, you need to do something with the indigenous people. And so they they had a work out of Punya. And so when they told me that, they said, can you go and photograph it? And I said, you bet. And when I came out here, I met up with this whole group of people, and this is like about 23 years ago. And uh, there was a thing called sing-along happening out here. And so someone said, oh, come along. And I came along to the sing-along, which was happening out here at Haas Bluff. And um, it was one of the most profound things I've ever heard. Like, it wasn't about the quality of the instruments. It wasn't about, the like, there was one light globe hanging out of a tree, you know. And some (laughs) of the drums weren't really all together. But the sound was just amazing. And actually... When I saw it, I started to think, oh, if only they had better light- lighting or if only they had better equipment. And then God said, stop looking at that and just sit back and let it wash over you. And that's what sing-along about. Now, that was so profound, and it's because of the heart of these people. They've been singing mm-hmm. since 1982, nearly every night in some of these communities. Wow. So imagine if you said to your fellowships or churches, we're going to have uh, singing every night for two or three hours since 1982 probably wouldn't guess past 1982. <laughs> but that's why when they start singing it's so powerful and you're experiencing some of it. We're hearing some great bands, but you'll hear glimpses of the sing-along where they just sit back and it's like you look up at the stars and then you can just feel God's presence and it's like an open heaven. Kieran, um, that's
0: a that's a regular occurrence here still um, is it?
2: Yeah.
1: That normally happens, like, when we have sing-alongs every night, like, some nights, and, like, Easter, like this, everybody come together.
0: And I tell you, you guys have got the best place in the world to do it here. Open skies, the the full moon here last night, the stars in the sky and the cross in the background. It's special.
1: Yeah, like, here it's, like, open areas, you can see the stars. Yeah, like, sing-along, it's really great for the kids as well. Like all the, like young kids, they got their own songs as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, I love what you said there, Ken, um, about the conviction that you had that it could be better if we had some lighting or if we had you know if the music was better or if the singing was better or, or what have you. We often get caught in that trap just in our own lives, don't we? We want to perform, make it polished. And I guess being excellent is a good thing. Yeah, do everything as unto the Lord, but it's about the heart. It comes back to our motivation.
2: And look, it's about the anointing. You know, when God often uses the foolish things to confound the wise, and that's how I see myself. People say all these things about my photography, but I'm an average photographer with a great God. Mm. And, you know, the thing is, when God said, stop looking at the natural, just sit back and see what I can do, I've seen God come up with the most anointed praise and worship music with a person who's got two strings on the guitar and it's never played a guitar before mm. and all of a sudden off they go and the anointing hits them and all of a sudden you're like oh my goodness what's this and sometimes when I'm in churches and we're sort of hearing oh holy spirit come you're welcome in this place it's like do you understand what you're doing here when you're asking the Holy Spirit in? It's really going to mess with your programs. It's really going it's really going. You're <laughs> asking like a so much, hurricane in, you know. But, you know, so but it's coming. Yeah. And you know, I see this sing along that's that's happening with the indigenous people and I think this is why God's chosen to start this through the indigenous people is because they'll make the time. Yeah. They, and this is what coming out here, I'm so glad you came out here, because when you come out here and sit and be still, all of a sudden God gets your attention. And even going up the mountain, we're not here to tell people what to do or anything. I just We just say, go up and just sit there and see what happens. Back
4: in 1923, three young Aboriginal men came to this place and... Tribal peoples came from all over. They camped here for a month. And people came to hear this message. A message that they had never heard before. A message about a thing called forgiveness. A message that came because a man a long time ago was willing to die for the lives of every person in every time throughout history, a man called Jesus. And this message had never been heard before. Up until then, there had only been payback and retribution, unforgiveness. And yet when this message about a man called Jesus came, a man who hung on a cross, a man who took the spear in his side, the spear of payback, When this message went out, it went throughout the the desert country, throughout all of the tribal groups in the western desert. And it had a great impact. And it's that very message that was told a long time ago that we are still believing in today. And we're celebrating this wonderful time together under the Forgiveness Cross on Memory Mountain.
2: I'd say it's been a very humbling experience and just to know that uh, this cross here uh, dedicated to all communities um, in this area and beyond for all nations to come together in
3: unity has been really, really remarkable. Turn left at Alice And head towards the sun Red dusty corrugations On the western desert run to the tribal lands a good place to belong playing country music singing gospel songs I know we've only just begun under the western desert sun we will sing in Kupanya, friends out in Kintor, friends at Mount Leibet and Haas Bluff, now that's for sure. They come from Marionga, up the Larapinta road, from Hermansburg to Moon as far as you can go. Under the Western Desert Sun, we will sing. We have a dream, we have a dream. We'll work.
2: Father God, we thank you that the Spirit of the Lord is upon us, Father God, and that Lord, that Your Holy Spirit is going to begin to move in mighty ways throughout this nation. So, Father, we just thank you that that something is brewing in this nation, and I pray for every person out there. I pray, Lord, that that an awakening will happen in all of us, Father God. So, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Half right, of the community and
1: off of the elders as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bottom of my heart, it's been a really good journey.
0: Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.